Welcome everybody to Con Culture Podcast. We are live and in effect. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, we went to a galaxy far, far away for a special, and now we're back, feeling a little less special. I guess I don't know. I don't know how to. Who has their phone like right next to the microphone? Uh, yeah, the hardest vibration. Phone. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> oh my hey, maybe get it off the desk, bro. That's all hey, we hear. About oh, it, all right. <laughs> It's hard not to. It sounds like you're in the middle of an earthquake. It's like, <gasps> and I'm like mid sentence. <laughs> My whole whole head shakes, like everything. Come on, professionalism, guys. I'm gonna put it right on top of the microphone now. <laughs> right, right on. It top. sounds like that's where you had it. Either that, Welcome or you should to put the toys away podcast before. Where these two little turds fight the whole episode. <laughs> We're professional. Right? We're happy we to see each other. A little, a little rusty, a little rusty, but we're gonna get it together, guys. We promise we'll get it together. Um, how's everybody been? Everybody enjoy the break. Everybody like got their little breath of fresh air. Trey, how was your break? Podcast break. What'd you do? Film something? Do something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> watch some, watch some movies. You know, caught, caught up on some shows. Hmm. You all caught up now? Little projects. Yeah, I watched Seen all of Netflix. That's that's what we needed to do. We needed yeah, to catch same. up. We were behind on all our stuff. What about you, Brittany? What did you do during the break? How'd you unwind? Um, unwind, I did a good bit of reading and Ooh. I worked on my deck, trying to get that all nice and ready for the summer. And I saw her deck. It was solid. Yeah. Trey, why did your computer stop recording? I have what? no idea. It said Trey's computer stopped recording. Only their recording stopped due to the hardware limitation. Uh, something, something happened hey, to your don't... computer. <laughs> on the line, I, know, I, just, right? I stopped like I stopped like mid reading, and I was like, "Dude, the hardware limit." You know what? Probably something with your internet. But uh, yeah, all right, we're gonna we're anyway, gonna continue on. Yeah, yeah, but I did see her deck. It was a magnificent deck. The deck was it was immaculate. Good deck, yes. Brittany. Um, <laughs> no, we did. We, we got to hang out actually more during the break than we had previous in the holidays and like everything was so hectic. We actually got to spend some time together, uh, the four of us, um, and Gigi will be back at a later episode, but yeah, it, she's got kids. It's all hectic. School's letting out. I don't know where I am. Yes, we're I'm sure it was crazy year, for people. you. Yeah, we're year. all just trying to pull it together, but we're going somewhere. So we wanted to come together before the show to talk a little bit about everything that's going on, uh, the stuff that we've been doing, the stuff we're going to do, uh, a little bit of all that. So I'll be right back. I, it's telling me to leave and then join. I'll be right back. Keep going. What? I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going. The show must go right. on. Sure. We're professionals. We're <laughs> so uh, I guess while Trey's gone, we can talk a little bit about con news. Uh, there was a con this past weekend. Comic Palooza had, um, it seemed like less guests than previous years, but still were able to put together the cast of Arrow. Uh, Tino Huerta, Namor, was there. Uh, they got the actress who plays Riri Williams. You so we have Ironheart. Right. Yeah, the boys cast oh, was there, yeah. uh, a good amount of the boys, and people loved it. I think from what I've heard and seen on the internet, it was a great con. We didn't get a chance to because we're going to Dallas, and that one required so much planning that doing them both, like back-to-back, -back, was not going to be practical at all. So we decided, okay, let's 
Dallas has always been a great con to us. They they have always been super nice and given us everything we needed to put on the best possible product. So we chose to go to Dallas instead of Houston, but Houston was great. Um, Countdown City Geek Cast, my buddy Ted was actually able to get interviews with some of the cast members. So he actually got an interview with the Noche Huerta. You can see that on their YouTube channel, uh, Countdown City Geek Cast. Those guys are amazing. Ted uh, had a great interview with him and asked him not only about Namur, but about his work on Narcos. So great interview, was really proud of him, really happy to see other podcasts doing their thing in the city. I run into the guys all the time at screeners. So always good to see the podcast community in San Antonio doing so well. So definitely giving flowers to those guys. But ready to see but what our podcast will be doing coming up. Yes. (laughs) So yes, we are going to like I said, Dallas Fan Expo Dallas is has always been a huge show. I mean, it's a massive show for us. We love going. We've gone. I think this will be our third or fourth year going. Uh, And I usually go to both the summer and the fall show. So Fan Days and Fan Expo Dallas, both of them organized by the same individuals. I never have a complaint. It is always a ton of fun. It is chaotic. My feet hate me, but it's so much fun. They have so many guests this time to choose from, from so many different fandoms. But the one I'm most excited about for Dallas is the trio, Vincent D'Onofrio, Charlie Cox, and John Bernthal. So the a cast of Daredevil Born Again will be there. That's who I'm most excited about. What about you, Brittany? Do you have a particular guest you're most excited to see in Dallas? I do not have any guests that I'm particularly excited to see in Dallas because mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm really going for the guests this time. I like Fan Expo because I see bigger, better cosplays than I normally do. Um, and so I'm definitely huge. out for the cosplay this, you know, the upcoming weekend. That's all, all I'm going to be about. I'm going to be running around from merch to merch. Hopefully we got <laughs> some wild bills up in the house so I can run from my root beer stand to my root beer stand. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about Fan Expo is it has something for everybody. If you're not there for the celebs, the cosplay meetups are insane. We're talking hundreds of cosplayers, depending on what fandom you're trying to do. There's literally hundreds of cosplayers trying to gather together for giant photo ops and all kinds of cool stuff. They have a nice little red carpet area that they can do fan meetups at. Meetups are always epic. Yeah, what was one of your favorite memories of last year's, Trey, going to Fan Expo Dallas? We we had the the Marvel meetup last time I went. It was right after Endgame. So everyone was just all hyped up on the Avengers and everything. It was just amazing. It was outdoors, wasn't it? It was by the cemetery where you guys met? Yeah, yeah. That thing was huge. There were oh, yeah. over 100 cosplayers in Marvel. Easy. Easy. You had so many Star-Lords and so many uh, Iron Men. It was it was just fun to see everybody enjoying themselves. Meetups, and then for, I haven't done, I think I didn't, I'm trying to remember which panel I went to, but I always hear a great thing about the panels at Fan Expo. Yes. We got to see a couple of them because it's such a large area. They really do allow a large group of people to get into the panels. And if you just need to rest your feet, just sneak into whoever's panel's going on at the time, get a nice little break. Um, I love it this year because this is the first year we're going to be in the Omni connected to the venue. So it's going to be a lot shorter walk than I know. Trey, we stayed uh, like 10 minutes away from it last time. You were in full cosplay walking. And I think your cosplay like got stuck to you. It was so, it was so hot. Yeah, 80 was, degree was... days. It was barf that weekend. And, oh, I yeah, remember. Yeah. You had fur everywhere. It was, <laughs> I wanted to barf. 
It was hot, but we did it. Yeah, so we're going to be connected. So, Brent, you'll be in full cosplay, but there'll be AC all the way to the room and to the venue. I think it's going to be a blast. Um, but, yeah, that's where we'll be. We'll be meeting the celebs. We will be taking plenty of photos and interviews with cosplayers, trying to get as much content as we can. I have new toys to play with, so I'm going to be trying to snap as many photos of cosplayers as I can. So I'll probably be following Brittany around with their cosplay group, just trying to snap a bunch of photos of everybody uh, we're going to try to get tons of content for you guys. We're going to try to get TikToks. We're going to try to get interviews, vendor interviews, as many uh, cool things to watch and look at as we can. We are definitely going to do that. Um, but there's one closer to home that we're also super excited for. And that just keeps pumping announcement after announcement. And it just seemed to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger for a while there. And like I think they have one more to go. holiday episode over there. It is. It, that's exactly what it felt like, Britt. That was a perfect description. It's like, you get a guest. You get a guest. Everybody gets a guest. So many Marvel actors and actresses. But just the caliber of talent we have coming is massive. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, how about Kit Harrington doing Amelia a duo Clark. photo op with Amelia Clark? Like you get to get them both in there. So if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you're mother ecstatic. Of dragons, yes. We go from the mother of dragons. We also have mommy herself, Elizabeth Olsen, will be here. And not the only Marvel cast member. We have Andrew Garfield, who blew the roof off the announcement thing. Like people were speculating and they were calling. We're shocked. When he was announced, everybody in the comments lost their shit. There was a little snafu with announcing him, or I think that was Elizabeth Olsen who was, was a snafu with. No, it was it Elizabeth was, first, and then Andrew. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they got more irritated with Andrew. It was like at this time, a particular. Or yeah, that's Elizabeth when it. Olsen. Yeah. Yeah, it was I think one it was of one them, of them. And I was just like, I can't remember. Just relax and Bob, we trust it. Just have a little oh, yeah. faith. Give him. And a right after it happened, exactly, but right after it happened, we got. The, the announcement was so good, we forgot about the snafu. That's how big the announcement exactly. was. And that's on top of already having Haley Steinfeld. So if you're a Spider-Verse fan, you have her and Hawkeye fan also. So the fandoms are covered. So Ming-Na wins. Star Wars. Wars. You got, yeah, yes. you got Bo-Katan from Star Wars. Exactly. Ming-Na Wynn also from Star yes. Wars. Brie Larson, Peter Captain Marvel. It's, it's a fan fest of yeah. no pun intended of celebrities <laughs> yes then, it's a superhero comic con yeah and they've got tons of voice actors too and i believe that he's doing the signet the autograph thing with the voice actors or something actually the voice actors it doesn't look like there's going to be as many voice actors as it was originally planned um but they did bring in some other free if you go to the spectrum booth the actors and actresses there will be free photographs free photo ops while they're able to i know they have the young man that played shazam billy billy batson so he mm -hmm. will be at the booth along with i believe tony parker so they're gonna have a couple of celebs there at the booth signing autographs for free and international comic artists from all around the world they got comic book artists from multiple different countries so we're going to get art that we don't usually see stateside that's the cool thing we go to these comic cons and it's generally the same artists selling the same art and every year you might get a refresh but now we're getting artists that we've never seen stateside or that rarely see stateside so i'm excited for that um tons of artists the car show itself we have free concerts 
there's going to be no shortage. And us. Us. We'll be there. We can't give too much details away. We can't talk about who's joining us, if people are joining us. But, yeah, we will be there uh, in the similar capacity that you saw us last year. That's all we're allowed to say until it's officially announced. But we will be there at the Superhero Comic Con. Of course, you knew we had to be. Um, we so if you want. There. We do. If you if you see we us do. there, be sure to stop by and come give us a chat and talk to us. And oh yeah, if you see me at Fan Expo, I will not have glasses nor contacts all weekend, so I will be blind all weekend. So if you see me, please come and say hello because otherwise I will not see you. <laughs> say hello and reintroduce all yourself. Weekend. Hey Britt, it's me, Juan. Can't see very far. <laughs> yeah, because Britney's vision without glasses is one of them will be the my greatest. blind seeing person all day. <laughs> we will yes. Introduce we'll see. We'll fill her in on who you are and then it'll it'll be an interaction after that. Cause yeah, she'll be pretty blind without it. It's kinda like I'll feel your, well, that's, I'll feel your face. <laughs> that's usually the case with cosplays though. If you ever do cosplays with contacts yeah. or like hooded cosplays or masked cosplays, yeah, it's hard to see anybody through those mm -hmm. things. So yeah, but those that that's the con news we will be at fan expo dallas next weekend we're super excited to get over there and just experience the cons again i think that's yeah. more so than anything hanging with friends taking photos being in cosplay Ready road tripping yes brit's back in the game bitches you had your chance so thought i was gone didn't you <laughs> <laughs> she was just increasing the sexy getting fit and strong so movies now we go from cons to movies. This yeah. past weekend, the release of The Little Mermaid broke box offices, number one movie in the world. We all got to see it. We got around to trade just right before the show started. He got around to seeing it. What are your thoughts, guys? I want to know what you thought. Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen The Little Mermaid, because we are going to go all the all the into the deep end. He has the freshest it's fresh. TV head. It's you got 2D the fresh one, right? Yes. Tell me your yeah. opinion of the 2D the live one. Live action. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. You liked it? <laughs> no, seriously. As I think I can kind of speak for everybody when I say we've been kind of burnt out with these live action remakes. It's a bit just much. Anything now. like and like some of them are just very hit and miss. Like you know, I'm still trying to wash the taste on my mouth from like the Pinocchio live action one. It's just like. It looked yeah. beautiful, and like that's like the the trope that like comes out. He's like, these look great, but there's no substance with the story. There's nothing new that they're adding to the story. It's just money grabs. Mm -hmm. It like, seems like them? it because at the end of the day, like that's a safe bet. Like people get so annoyed with these remakes, but like if you're a Hollywood producer, what do you care about the bottom line and selling tickets and making money? And you know these franchises will sell tickets. So, that's exactly what it's all about. That's what and it's all about, selling the tickets, that, for sure. All being said, this one, I'm teetering if it's in the top three or top five of my favorite live-action Disney remake. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to watch it again, but I loved it. Absolutely loved what they did with this. It was gorgeous. Loved the performances. Um, I remember Gigi said this in a chat, and we kind of had to cut it off because we're like, no, no, let's save it for the show. But since she's not with us and I wanted to share this, she's like, it was amazing. Like, in most of these live action like um, musicals. They'll kind of like auto tune or correct the voices. And there's a lot them. of edit and work done to them. And this one, there wasn't. And it was so refreshing to just hear like the quote imperfections in the voice or in the tones. 
but like there were still beautiful um, songs and performances. It was just once again nice to not because like I remember that was a big complaint with the Aladdin movie. That, yeah. Like, as good as that was, some of the songs were just like eh, it seems like it was a little too edited. Acting was great. Action was great. Voices when it came to the musical numbers, it was a little like mm, I don't think they nailed it. You know, for this one, I thought they they nailed all of the songs, all the characters that I thought were beautifully casted. Like I was, to me, Ursula is such an iconic Disney villain. That was a hard like, one. That was hard. It's like this big, big tentacles to fill. And Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Oh my she god! It. She did. She did. And good then job. the voice actor for Sebastian. Rest in peace to the original voice actor. Dave Davey Diggs is the voice actor. He's in Hamilton. He's done a lot of other great things. Phenomenal, in my opinion. He carried, he carried, carried the film it. for me, and it was just yes to watch him the whole time. He was so good. Music was good. Acting was good. The comedy was great from him. Davey Diggs favorite, killed it. This was my last piece on this. My mm-hmm. favorite part of the whole film was the cameo with Jody Benson at the, the market. And she gives. She goes Harry, to comb her like, hair. Eagle Hopper. I, I love that <laughs> so much. Made my heart very happy. Yes, I didn't know it was her until after the fact because I, I wasn't a huge Little Mermaid fan, so I didn't get the cameo until after. Belinda told me. It's like, oh shit, that is really cool. I love that they do that. They tip the hat to the voice actors from the animated. What about you, Britt? What'd you think of the Little Mermaid? I thought it was very good. Um, I know everybody's waiting for me to be like, I hated it. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, I didn't hate it, actually. In fact, if you know the actual story of the Little Mermaid, um, King Triton has a daughter for each sea that there is. The Atlantic, mm-hmm. the Pacific. That's why each daughter looks different. Yes, so, they look different in the movie, too. Yes, and that detail I like. A lot of people are like, oh, but that's not the way it was. I'm like, yeah, but technically tri- that's the reason why they had different colors so for each C, right? So I mm-hmm. think that detail was great. I thought she did a beautiful job. She sang lovely. I do have my complaints, however. I do have a few. Lay it um, on us. I have two. Um, mainly just to the inner child in me. One, I am very upset I did not get to see Sebastian almost taken out by a chef at some point during this movie like i needed to see wee, 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 ha, ha, ha. like uh, i needed to see him try to kill this crab especially as good as yeah. the crab actor was throughout the whole movie i needed that scene because yes. he is so good and two is the final scene in the little mermaid when she emerges from the water she's in a glistening purple dress and i was sad that it was a great opportunity to put her in an absolute gorgeous gown and i and that's like what every little girl remembers. Like when she comes out of it, she's oh, yeah. beautiful. Yes. And that moment Sparkling. is like, oh, you feel like amazing, you know? And, I, and those little girl, that inner child moments, I was like, oh, I'm kind of upset. But overall, the, that's actually the only live action I like. And, what? You know, yeah. And I don't like live actions ever. Um, I think they're all that's kind of awesome. cheesy and overdone. But I actually think that one was really, really well done. Yes. I think it stayed very true to the original content. But was a good enough update. Uh, there wasn't, I know a lot of people complain about it just being super woke live actions. I think this one just kind of stuck to the story. This one stuck to the story, and focused on great I, vocals. I liked it. Like, I, I didn't mind the changes of the daughters because mm-hmm. I believe that the daughters were never to be the same anyway. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and they're mermaids. You know what I mean? Yes. So I don't think changing their 
their colors and all. I didn't think that would actually ever change because they're fictional creatures, right? You know, so fictional real, characters. Yeah. So that to me sure. really, really didn't bother me as long as I didn't have to have like anything else like thrown in my face. I, I think it. Was you didn't very, want it to rewrite the story that you loved. I think that was everybody's yeah, concern. Is they're going to try to my update it too for the much. movie? You know yes. what I mean? Like I didn't want to yeah. get something sour as soon as I started. So I'm glad that it just mm-hmm. stayed with the story. I'm glad the little yep. changes. They were very beautiful changes. Mm-hmm. They had timeless. It, it has a timeless story already that doesn't need to be updated. A daughter rebelling against a father, finding out, oh shit, maybe dad was right, and getting herself into the deep end, and your friends coming to the rescue. That story is a great story regardless. So I think they stuck with that, and then they focused on having just amazing vocal talent and actors portray the characters, and they nailed it. I loved, if bro. When they killed to... Trident, though, when they killed King Triton, yeah, I was. Cause it, it came out of nowhere for me, and like she had to see the actions of her consequences, I'm like her so consequences play out. I'm so glad they didn't change the Ursula scene. I'm glad they still made her a ginormous like yes. creature, like in the movie, and didn't change that to like make it easier in imaging. Like they took on that challenge of making her that yep. big and huge. And they didn't scary. make it. They didn't make it stupid the way she tricked her. It's like this is a teenager. She gave her what she wanted and like dangled it in front of her, and I think that's what made it a little more believable because you could convince a teenager that I can give you everything you want. You just got to give me this little thing. I love the slight change of like, I'm going to mess with your memory. So you don't remember that you have to do this. I was like, yes, that's a big, that's a big, that's huge. It added another layer to the story. It's like, she can't just go curse done over. She doesn't remember. She doesn't know she needs to, she barely even recognizes the guy. I think that was a great addition to it. Trey. Excellent point. My favorite liberty that they took with this film, and I think I haven't seen the play in forever, mm-hmm. but when they have her inner monologue where she's talking and singing with herself, I love that element of it. Because like, mm-hmm. we didn't get that in the original 2D. Yeah. Like, this yes. whole time she's just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I was curious to see how Aquafina was going to do a singing <laughs> vocal number, but then they flipped it to a rap, and that was that was hilarious. Loved her in Shang-Chi. I can't get enough Aquafina, so I'm excited Is that the for the whole casting. Yes, yes, okay, Aquafina. All, my, all, all I could hear was Sisu. That's all I could hear, like in my head. That's the same, yeah, same voice actors. Yeah, same. and I'm just, and I'm like literally, like me and my kids are watching this. They're like, it, it, it's Sisu. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. her voice is so distinct. Awesome. It is. It yeah. is. It's kind of hard to not associate that with like when uh tom hanks was playing in pinocchio i was like it's tom hanks (laughs) like it's hard not to see tom hanks so it's a very difficult thing to do um especially through voice acting but i think they nailed it melissa mccarthy i lost her in the role this she was menacing like trey said she was scary but she was convincing like her motive was there yeah this was perfect that to me that was the big make or break of it like i don't care how you look like if you don't give me that like deep raspy menacing voice like yes voice, you gotta wow. sound like she, a villain she killed it yes yeah, she did good agreed and then they killed her damn <laughs> shots fired I mean, but yeah no <laughs> yes y- y'all seen the movie the 2d ones no. yeah so that what are your ratings number ratings for the little mermaid before we move on trey one one through ten 8.5. 8.5. That's a good one. What about you, Britt? 1 through 10. Mm, 
7.5. Okay, that's a good one. I'm going to be right in the middle. I actually gave it an 8 when I saw it, and it's kind of maintained that 8. I wanted to give it a little higher, but I always want to give everything higher. But objectively, the day after I came out, and it was an 8. It's an 8. It's a good movie. The live actions already have a hard uphill battle, in my opinion, because they've done so many not so well. But the this more one we rewatch it, it'll be like, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, think I think that, it's that really could be good, but it didn't hit me like emotionally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are some movies that just struck me in such a way that it's like, wow. You know what I mean? That's not, <laughs> it was good, day, but it wasn't wow. Yes. The day, we're, we're the 90s kids watching the, our, our childhood being retold. How yeah. did your kids like it, Brittany? Did they love it? Yes. Yes, they did. That's all that matters. That's, That's all, all that matters. matters. It's so theirs. They, it's theirs now. Your little girl had the same, like, had that same moment that you did when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. That's what I it was meant Layla to be. Moved the entire time. I think <laughs> that's so quick. That's so awesome. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and a client of mine watched it with us, and her little girl, same thing, loved it. They both loved Aww. it. They were all in, all for it. But there's another movie coming out, or just dropped today, actually. Yeah. Into the Spider Verse just came mm-hmm. out today. So if you are a fan of that, if you've ever seen that little that little flick. You might want to go check out the sequel because mm-hmm. it also looks like it's going to break some box office records. Shamik Moore, Haley Steinfeld, who you can see at the Superhero Comic Con. Um, I'm excited to see it. I get to watch it tomorrow. I was a little busy today with the podcast, but I will be there uh, in theaters tomorrow to watch that. When you Tra- watch it, and when it's over, leave. There's no mid or post credit scene, apparently. What? Yes, that's what I've heard from several sources. Mm. All right. You heard it. Like, you heard I'll it. be the judge of that. I'll, 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 anyway. I'll let you know tomorrow <laughs> I'll when I watch it. I'll report back what I hear. <laughs> you want to be a good Marvel fan and sit down and watch? Go for it. But I heard this you, one does not happen. Yeah, you, you know give respect. I'm not leaving that theater. <laughs> I'm not leaving that theater. I got to give my respect to everybody in the credits. Dang it. Can't do it. <laughs> I, can't. I did it in The Little Mermaid and I'll do it in that one. Everything Disney. I'm staying just in case. But oh um, yes. God. Then not only is that out, we do have some coming soon stuff that we wanted to touch on before we go. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles released oh. a trailer. That voice cast is stacked, man. Ice Cube, John Cena, Seth Rogen's producing. It they have actual teenagers playing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Jackie Chan is Mr. Splinter. Living like for that right now. It was so good. I don't love use that, that word. Write it out. We don't use that word. <laughs> yeah, write it out. Uh, no, no, not that. Not that our uh, our master is a rat or anything. Mm, I feel like you saying that means he's a rat. <laughs> he's a rat. Yeah, I love it. I can't wait to see it. The animation looks so cool. It, yes. it looks fresh and original. It's very much. It's from the same studio as. Spider Verse, so I think that's it has gonna that look and feel to it as well. It really does. They did Puss in Boots, so now we're gonna get oh, plus, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wish was, I mean, absolutely yes. a gorgeous film. So if they're in charge, you guys know. Solid. Yeah, I think the studio can do no wrong right now. Uh, so I'm super excited to see it. One I am not super excited to see at all, not even a little bit. Uh, Brittany told us about it while we were hanging out together this past weekend, all of us. Um, and we're going to do a live reaction for it. Brittany, you want to tell us a little bit about that one? We'll do the live reaction. We'll post that later. 
but yeah, we're gonna watch it after this show. And I haven't seen the trailer. Trey hasn't seen the trailer. Brittany is a little too happy for my mental health right now. I'm a little scared. But what are we uh, gonna watch, Britt? We're gonna we're gonna watch the trailer for the Five Nights of Freddy movie mm-hmm. that is going to be coming. Now, if you're anything of a gamer, you should definitely get hype about this. This is a big deal. It's been eight years, eight long years that this community has waited for a movie, a live action movie, with many a times where they have said, yes, we're going to come out with a movie and then canceled it. Um, mm-hmm. This movie is also, if you know anything about the games, let me give you a little bit of game history for you, because this might actually intrigue you to watch it. The yeah. entire franchise of Five Nights of Freddy, for the most part, the storyline and the games themselves were crafted by a single man named Scott Coffin. And Scott Coffin would release these games online on Discord, and then he became really, uh, like, he started to see, like, YouTube as a growing enterprise. So he mm-hmm. would give his game early releases to big gaming YouTubers, and they kind of made his game popular because they would react to it and they're like, this is the scariest game ever. So every time he would come out with one, he would release it to the most loyal of the FNAF community yeah. and they would early release it. And so he then would do teasers. Like he would hide clues in his own game codes. He would uh, make his own announcements on their like website. Like you would have to change like the, the brightness and the contrast on the page and you would find an image hidden within an image. Like he would do all these things to... And the lore of it is so big and so deep. This will be a trilogy movie with the king of horror himself as your lead protagonist, which will be Matthew Lillard, which I'm super excited about. Oh, okay. So excited about it. So that's all I'm going to tell you. I'm going to leave the rest for the... It comes out on October 27th, right before Halloween. Yeah. Um, Oh, it's perfect. And I'm going to leave the rest for our live action trailer review. Scooby! No! <laughs> I don't you like horror movies. You might as well get used movies. to it because it's about to be around for a while. Oh, I don't yes. like horror movies. And it's going to be a big deal. The FNAF community is a huge community. It's a big I, deal. Yeah, my they kids were into games, it. They have books, and they don't just have books. They have several different book series, graphic novels. I mean, mm-hmm. stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. Girl, out the yeah, it's everywhere. Just get used to Pass. it. <laughs> I think I, don't, I might not review this one. Guys. And right after so. they dropped, right after they dropped their movie, they ended up dropping mm-hmm. their new downloadable content for their most recent game. So they, so like within a week, they download dropped that, and then they announced they're also making a sequel to a previous game, and they dropped this within two weeks. Three Damn. different things. So That's that serving your audience. Yeah, that community is eating good right now. So I'm like, you gotta. Hit that's this hype amazing. train, friend. I promise you. That's that's awesome to see. It's awesome to see people taking care of their community and their audience. Um, but I think that's it for this week, right? I yeah. don't think we have anything else. But speaking of audience, thank you everybody who watched, uh, listens, downloads. It's truly appreciated. We hope to see y'all at Fan Expo Dallas. If you see Brittany, get my attention first because she's not going to see you. <laughs> Otherwise, what? you're gonna be messaging her and be like, Brittany, I saw you, but you didn't say hi. It's no, I know. I get. I, I literally don't want to piss anybody off. I don't. I'm like, I'm literally telling everybody, I am blind all weekend. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait. Uh, we're gonna have a blast, guys. But thank you all so much for watching. We will tell you how our fan expo adventures go the week after that. So thank you all. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.